entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to the Power of Love Show only on LA Talk Radio. Welcome to the Power of Love, sponsored by the Dee Jackson Foundation, where we shine a light on loss and grief and how it impacts our lives. We are here to provide hope, resources, and a community so no one feels alone in their grief. I am TJ Jackson, and with me I have one brother, and that would be Terrell Jackson. What's up, TJ? How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? Good. Taj, 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 is, Taj is not here. Um, we didn't really get an, a no, didn't. R- reason no, on why he's not here, but he's not here. I think he's upset. He's, he wants, he wants, <laughs> what is he upset about? He wants a higher position. Well, he's not getting it. Uh, not yet, at least. But today is May 15th. This year is literally flying by. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. And um, this weather is gloomy today, but it's my kind of weather. I actually mm-hmm. like the gloom. I there, think it was like this last week. Was it? Yeah, I think we were talking I about don't know. how you would like it. I, I love this. It's just no sun to beat me down. Yeah. It's not too cold, you know? So it may, it may drop some sprinkles, which is perfect. A little drizzles. A little drizzles, but it's it's a beautiful day what? for my standards. Anyways, we are live here on the Power of Love show. So if you're listening to us right now, thank you for joining us. Um, we will open up on today is a cool topic. Uh, we have a lot to talk about, but we're going to continue on the topic that my brothers did last week, yep. which is 12 things that happen when you say yes more. Um, I'm very intrigued. I haven't heard the first six, um, but I was told they're great. And I was told we're going to do the second six today. Yes. So, but before we do so, I got to give you a phone number in case you want to call in and chime in. That is 323-203-0815. Again, it's 323-203-0815. And if you're too shy to call or your phone line isn't working or your phone is out of battery, you can simply tweet us at DDJ Foundation. Again, that is at DDJ Foundation. Um, Todd is not here who usually handles the Twitter, but I am going to do my very best to, to do that. Okay. Nice. Um, before we start though, and talk about our weeks real quick, we have to do the disclaimer. Mm-hmm. We are not licensed therapists. We're just ordinary people who have experienced loss in our lives. We've been impacted by it and we've learned from it. And we want to share our opinion in attempt to help you overcome whatever it is you're going through. Saying that, if you need professional help, we urge you to seek it and to find it. Do not just rely on us. Terrell Jackson, how was your week? Uh, week was good. I had uh, we started playoffs for baseball, Bryce okay. and Adrian, and uh, two games on Saturday. Saturday was just a busy day, but we had um, two games they played. They both won, so they continue playing. Nice. And uh, Adrian's team plays on Saturday, and Bryce's team plays on Sunday. Adrian's team Saturday. Yeah. And Bryce, Bryce is on, on Sunday. Sunday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. So it's good. I mean, it's um still playing. Nice. Can't complain. Um and then also there was Prince's Prince's graduation. big graduation, which was on there is a fire truck outside, so if you're hearing that, that's what the noise is. It's just made the turn onto what street? I don't even know what street that is. But anyway. Um I didn't see it. Yes, Prince graduated yeah. LMU. Which is amazing. It's scary. And not only did he graduate, he graduated cum laude uh, with a business degree. And it is scary, Terrell, because... Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I feel like I was just watching him take his first steps. 
and now he's now he's taking many steps. Yeah, it's pretty cool, right? Yeah. Um. So that that was a cool thing. Um. It was great for my grandmother to see. Um. She was in tears of joy, uh, seeing uh one of her grandsons graduate out of LMU too. Out of LMU, which is a a school where Terrell and Taj yes, went to. Um, Who would have thought that he'd be the first? So, <laughs> so Prince is actually, although Terrell and Taj went, Prince is the first to graduate. I know you have a couple. Taj years, way, but I Taj mean, just has like three classes to take and graduate. Well, I, I I did. I think I did a year, and then part time the second year because that was right when Brotherhood came out. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I'm not far into it at all. Taj is close. Taj is very close. Taj is very close. Um, but Prince was the first one to yeah. graduate from LMU. So congrats, Prince. Good job. But we also had Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mother's Day yes, was the did. following day. And um, something, uh, you had some cool posts that I saw. Yeah. Um, some cool quotes mm-hmm. um, that I, do you remember them? Some of them. Um, yeah, I remember. Uh, I don't know exactly how <laughs> it was worded. Yes. But it was something that God can't be anywhere, mm-hmm. everywhere at the same time. So he created mothers or something similar to oh, that. Oh, that's cool. I, I, I missed that one. Oh, you missed that one. Yeah. Yeah. I like that one, though. But um, um, I, I saw the one with the instruction manual. Oh. That one. I maybe that's what it was. <laughs> it was something well, similar. Well, I'll, I will confess this. This was a tough Mother's Day for me, actually. Was it? Uh, yeah. It was, it was the first Mother's Day in quite some time where I, I was just down, you know? And, and it just, you know, it's, it's one of those... It, it, I normally don't get down on Mother's Day, uh-huh. but I think just missing mom and, you know, it's crazy Dude, what, how what this works. What do you think triggered that? I don't know. I, I just, I, I'm learning that I'm still learning the price we are paying yeah. by not having a mom like mom with us. Mm-hmm. I'm learning that. And it's, it's, it's tough because it doesn't get much easier. No. You know, it just, it continues to transform. So it's very true when, when um, you don't overcome it, you don't overcome grief. You kind of have to figure a way to get through it and, and deal with it because you know? every everything you experience, it always there's something that new that arises that yeah. you didn't expect. It's not only that; it's just the life. Though exactly, Terrell, life throws kind of curveballs at you, and there's there's obstacles. And when you don't have, you know, mm-hmm. one of your bigger, uh, lack of better terms, your bigger weapons to combat that and to fight it and to learn from it and to prosper over it, one of your bigger strengths, it it's it can get depressing. Mm-hmm. Especially when when that strength was taken so ridiculously and for such a silly reason and 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 all that, just the way it happened, it's tough. So this Mother's Day was actually I, I woke up early and was just in a in a ugly space for a while. I want to say ugly. It wasn't like you know catastrophic ugly, but not a comfortable one and one that I I don't pride myself in being in. Yeah, it was just down, but it was that's, it was a, that's a heavy down. And that's that's part of it. Just, yeah. I think that, you know, just a lot of the things that have been going on, you know, even the, yeah. the three T show situation has been incredibly yeah. frustrating and, and disappointing and my heart breaks for other fans and, and it's just a combination of yeah. quite a bit of stuff. I, I get it. You know, but, I get it. um, with that said, I, I think we should maybe, um, I'm trying to think of that. I think those were the highlights for my week, but I'm trying to think of anything else. Terrell, did you know Peggy Lipton? I've, I didn't know her well. Okay. I may have met her once or twice, just okay. you know, through Rashida, but I did not. 
Well, uh, yeah, Peggy passed away. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know, I didn't know her at all, but I was asking you because you were in Rashida's class. So if someone, one yeah. of us knew her, it would be you. But um, we're sending our love and support to Rashida and the whole Jones family yeah. and, and the Lipton family. Yeah. And go ahead, and, and uh, Rashida's obviously the son or the, the daughter, daughter, yeah, to uh, Quincy Jones, yeah. Um, okay, I think that was pretty much everything we needed to discuss before we get into our topic. Um, is there anything else you could think of? Nope, no, okay, not really. let's get into it. So, let's recap there's 12 things that happen when you say yes more. I feel like we did a show similar to this similar. Uh, a while ago. Yeah. But it's important to remind people the importance of saying yes and going for things. Well, it's very easy. It's very easy for us to be comfortable and say no mm-hmm. because you're not taking chances. You're not, you're not out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So it's very si- simple and topic to, um, it's, it's in a way dealing with your fears. But if you, um, when people ask you something, can you do this or do you mind this or will you do that for me? It's very easy often to just say no. Yeah. I don't want to or, or that's uncomfortable. I don't feel comfortable. I've never done it. So it's more it's more of um these this list is more of a way of showing you what can happen if you say yes. Like you know, why do, why are we so quick to say no? You know, why why do we always want to stay in our comfort zone and what are the advantage, advantages of jumping out of our comfort zone? I think that's very important. And mm-hmm. it's something that I've learned over time, um, I think you hit a point where you, in life where you don't really want to take too many chances or you want to play it safe and you want to get grounding. But at at some point, I think maybe it's the opposite for most people, but I think it's important to really consciously decide to go for things and, and to try things and to experiment. Um, yeah. There's been a lot of like, so before we get into the topic, Terrell, is there any like changes you've made? in the last year or so that yeah. that was very drastic to what you would have done five years ago. There's a lot. Well, for me, it was, it was the show for me that my, my show coming, mm-hmm. I've never performed by myself mm-hmm. and I've, I've done music my whole life. So yeah. it part, a lot of it was out of fear and just comfort. Yeah. You know? So that was, I think last week I was one month away. From, <laughs> it was May 8th. Right. So that was yeah. probably what triggered it. And, I just, I just said, do it. Yeah. Just why not? Like jump, you know? Um, you really had like, so the, you're performing June 8th in Holland. Yeah. On May 8th, you really had a moment, like a conscious moment. Well, where that's where like, this, this whole list kind of came from. Like I was thinking of things and I, I realized I was a month away from the show it's so and, crazy, man. and I was thinking I'm, I'm actually doing it, you know? And it's simply from just saying yes, just saying like, yeah, just do it. Like, why don't you do it? Yes. Well, first that's of where all, it came from. That's awesome. Congratulations. So it's scary. And there's but been, there's been other things. Be, Is I think I mentioned this last, last show that this year I've been trying to, I, I can't eliminate all my fears, but I'm trying to tackle a lot of that and be, be in places where I, I I'm uncomfortable Mm-hmm. But I know it's something that will better me or 100%. for the better of, of my my family or, or just whatever. Yeah. Experiences. Um, so it's easy to say no. And I also brought, I think I mentioned this last week, one of one of the examples in the top six was um, your confidence skyrockets. That's number three. But um, talking about the uh, 
the best man speech. Yeah. Like I was terrified. I, like I couldn't, the whole wedding, I just, people were coming up to me before I didn't, I wasn't present with Louis. I was just counting down the minutes like, Oh gosh, I got this coming up. I got this coming up. And public speaking is something I just, it, yeah, I just don't like, I don't offer like to raise my hand and speak if somebody like, that's why I don't, you even said, why don't you take the chair and like lead the show? I'm like, I just, you got it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I'm just trying to put myself in positions where I get more comfortable and I'm easing into it. That's great. It's yeah. it's huge. But what, what I was saying that's crazy to me about earlier was the fact that you consciously like have countdown or, or you realize something like a month away. And well, it was May 8th. I see, but that's so where I'm different. Like I got 30 days. Even if it was a month away, it would it would register at one point. Oh, I may it may register. Mm-hmm. Not, I feel like for you, it certainly would register. For me, it may, and even if it did, it'd be like, oh, we got you know a month away. Okay, keep going. Like for you, I feel like it sits with you longer, like that deadline or well, countdown. Just, just because I wanna, I gotta see what I gotta do, and plus the show I was planning on doing. Three yeah, T show and yeah. stuff. So all of that changes everything. Yeah. So just um planning and preparing. Well that's and, awesome. Um, you excited, right? Yeah. Good. Yeah, I am. It'll be it'll be fun. Good. Um for me, I mean nothing major. Um I think one of the things I've consciously tried to do, nothing like career or music wise has scared me to be honest. Um even performing live, I'm not saying I'm excited or comfortable because mm-hmm. I don't know how that's going to feel. And I'll probably, when it comes to it, would be nervous. Mm-hmm. But that's something that doesn't weigh heavy on me um, or I have done yet. So talking about what I have done is I've really been trying to, to eat and drink more vegetables. And eat and drink. <laughs> I'm serious. Okay. People are probably laughing about that's that. Good. But that is something that I consciously try yeah. to do. And it started off as me really plugging my nose to drink it because I can't. Really? It's that bad? It's that bad. So are you having like juices? Yeah, like those nasty green <laughs> juices that I you get. I had one. I had so one too. That you, that, yeah, that you Adrian could drink. Adrian and I had one. That's, that's, that's great. You know, for me, it was hard to do. And, really? But, but it's getting easier, which is cool. And not only. But the benefits are so. Oh, my. Yeah. And for someone who really doesn't eat vegetables, I mean, yeah. I, I like salads. I don't eat them, you know. If I'm going to McDonald's, yeah, I'm still, picky. I'm still getting a happy meal. I'm not going to get the you salad. Still go to McDonald's, huh? No, I don't. Oh. I mean, unless it's there's no other choice, but I don't. There's I've, no I've graduated from that. <laughs> but um, my point is, I I consciously tried to make, and it wasn't a health reason or a health scare. I just said I got to start doing this. Yeah. And just putting yourself out there and making that change for an improvement, it's very important. So that's that's what um. One of the things I've, there's others, but that's one that just came up yeah. on top of my head. All right, let's get into it. Let's go over the six. Um, six of the 12. We'll go over the quickly the first six that you and Taj went over last week. So if you missed it, make sure you go back and listen to our podcast. Um, we're going to go back over 12 things that happen when you say yes more. Number one, you become more interesting. What was that about, Gerald? Do you remember? Um, just different experiences. Mm. You you uh you experience more when you you have more to talk about yeah and um you're able to carry conversations and yeah and talk about things that you've done that's way out of your comfort zone your comfort zone I can actually talk about vegetables a bit now yeah see there you go that was a perfect example perfect okay there you go number two you realize the kindness of strangers mm-hmm. um this was something I think Taj's example 
was, well, we were talking about him talking to strangers. Is he able to do that? Mm -hmm. And if you see someone, like if you're in a restaurant and someone's sitting there by themselves or a coffee shop, coffee bean, I think we mentioned, are you able to go up and, and, and talk to them? Yeah. And, you know, have what, a conversation. What did he say? I'm curious. I think he said it depends, like if there's eye contact, I think. But he's, it's something that he's, it's, uh, he, he's gotten better, I think. I, I don't know. You guys could listen back to the other show. <laughs> I could be way off. But I thought it was something where I remember being shocked by his answer. So I think it was more of a yes. Because I would think he wouldn't be able to right. have a conversation. But um, uh, if there's that, that open door, I think. I don't think he can start it himself. I just don't see him doing it. But I hope right. he, he does. That's why I was it. shocked. I think, it was, I think it was one of those where if there's eye contact or if it looks like there's an opportunity to have a conversation he, he goes for it. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah, very good. Uh, number three. Failure becomes okay. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, no, I skipped it. Yeah. Three. Your you're, confidence, your confidence skyrocket. skyrocket. Yeah. I, I, uh, it's the same thing. Like, um, that's the example I believe I used was the speech. Yeah. The best man speech. Yeah. I was nervous. I Just the public speaking and everything. And then after, when it was done, everybody was was saying great speech i remember you coming up to yeah. me you're like your drummer the drummer behind me was just laughing <laughs> i remember <laughs> you, you telling me him? that no i couldn't see him he was yeah. behind me yeah so i was speaking and you said the, the drummer was just with his stick like just laughing enjoying yeah. the speech <laughs> so i remember that's something you mentioned to me it's like it was a great speech and the drummer really like helped you out because it's good stories yeah but um it, it it gave me confidence you know and i don't yeah. i don't enjoy getting up in front of people and talking yeah. But it, it's helped me, and uh, even with our dinner that we had for uh, David Strazier, our, yeah. our, our friend uh, that we lost, you know, I um I at first didn't say anything, and then I was like, you know what, you got to speak. Yeah. So that's that's where that comes, and um, it helps. Absolutely. And by the way, it was a great speech. I I don't remember the drummer portion, but I'm sure. Yeah, you, that, that was I'm sure I you. did. But but I do remember it being a great speech. So congratulations on that. And then um, number four was Fail, failure, failure becomes become, okay. Yeah. So what was this one? Just when you sometimes when you um, when you're asked to do something or you want to go out of your comfort zone and you're scared, you don't want to say yes. You don't want to do it, so you avoid it. But once you do it, you realize it's not that bad. Yeah. And it's okay to fail because you're not going to be perfect your first time through. I think that's pro perhaps the most important part of that is that I think the sooner. And it's, it's taken me time and I'm slowly getting there. But the sooner you realize that failure is a friend um, and, and you, it's a, it's a great way to learn. It's the best lesson, the better off you can be. And I think if you practice doing things and saying yes to things, you're going to fail more often, but then you start learning how to deal with failure and it will actually make you a much better, improved and stronger person in, in a variety of ways. Yeah. So I, I love that one. I think that's important. And I, I, I forget Taj had a, I forget what his, his, uh, I guess you'd say tip was. Um, I think he said something to the effect that when he, like for a public speaking, he'll say something where he's nervous. Yeah. He'll, he'll say, I'm, you know, I'm nervous and, and let the audience know. And, uh, they actually become more supportive of your situation. Yeah. And and let me let me say something because Marlene, I'm checking the Twitter. Okay. Marlene has two tweets that I think are worth reading. Um, I guess last week she shared with you guys about her changing a job that yes. she really wanted, and she didn't know um, after. I guess she was so she didn't realize why she was so fearful because it was su wasn't such a big deal after all. Mm. 
Um, yeah. And she adds, it brings you more confidence when you're going out of your comfort zone because you can challenge yourself and say, if I'm able to do it, I can do a lot of other ones, um, a lot of other things and improve. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's right on, Marlene. And that's that's why it's important to say yes. Yeah. Um, number five. You get better at everything. And... I think is there any specific difference between this? Um, it's it's just the same, I guess. Looking back at um, you just you, you just can improve. look back and and see how you were. Like everybody improves. You're yeah. not going to be perfect the first time, so you you get better as as you do things. You um may not be spot yeah. on the first time, but like you know, after a few chan- chances, you go back and you look and and. Uh, Eventually, you've improved, yeah, and you can go back and and laugh at, you know, have a have a poke at yourself, I guess. Yeah. Number six, you discover newfound creativity. I think this one's uh, another great one. Um, by doing different things, saying yes to different things, you'll discover new things about yourself, new passions, new interests, and um, I think it will make well, it obviously makes life richer. Right. You know, if you explore and you try things out. So um, by trying things out, you have a more fulfilled life. Why are you smiling? I'm, I'm smiling because I'm thinking of Tosh. Talk to and me. I keep bringing up his his opinions on this. Why? I don't know if it was exactly related to this number, mm-hmm. but I'm thinking about him being saying that he was content with coffee beans or or with it, what a, he ordered. Like I, I was basically saying, try new restaurants, try mm-hmm. new food. Like if he goes to a specific restaurant, is that me? I think that's, that's you. Shaking the mic. Um, if he goes to a restaurant, he orders the same thing every time from that restaurant. Yeah. Because he's content. Yeah. And my thing was, why not try something different? What if there's something even better? Yeah. You'll never know. And his the way he operates, he says, is that once I'm once I'm happy, I'm happy. I'm good. There's no yeah, incremental I, more happiness. Yeah. That's that's I'm, good. See, it's like I'm hundred percent happy. That's so interesting because as much I'm like Todd, where I don't like trying new things at restaurants, but my reasoning is different. Okay. I just don't want to be let down. <laughs> like if, if, if I know the fries, it and depends the burger, how hungry you are too. But if I know the flatbread pizzas are really good and I go to this restaurant, I don't want to try an avocado. Well, egg the, wrap. But the, but the other thing is, is sometimes you go to specific restaurants for certain things. So if you're going for that, I get it. But let's take Stanley's. Yeah, that's it's a restaurant what I was that we've that's exactly known what and I was thinking. grown to love. It reminds us of recording the Brotherhood album because that's where yeah, we would does. order out often. Still to this day, we'd go eat at Stanley's. And they closed down. They closed down, but they reopened. They were open and they closed down and we were miserable for a little and, bit. And then they reopened. And then they reopened. And still, when I go to Stanley's, I have to get drumettes and fries. Yeah. And I've heard they have great salads. I've heard I've they have salad. great sandwiches. See, that's where you and I are different. I couldn't say that line. I've had I've a never... salad, and I've had I've had a couple other things, but by far the drummets are. See, okay, first of all, I've never been into Stanley's and not gotten drummets and fries. But here's my question to you. When you've ordered different things and not liked it, were you kind of annoyed that you could have had drumettes? Um, no, because I normally order stuff that I like, like a salad. You can't go really go wrong with the salad. That doesn't. Um, 
But you can order the drumette if you don't like it. You just get the drumettes. But see, I think obviously those aren't the most healthy thing on the menu to have drumettes and French fries. So if you're trying to have a healthier alternative, yeah. I've sat there and watched you guys eat the the drumettes and fries in front of me. Yeah, I, 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 and it was it was rough. But hey, were you, you were you on a you, diet? Yeah. Okay, see that that makes it easy. But let's say you weren't on a diet, could you really not get the drumettes and fries? Those drumettes are really good. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So but you, I, w- I would get. I love how we're talking about drumettes. But um, this is on topic. Yeah, yeah, it is on topic. I I understand you kind of want what you want. Yeah, but there might be something even better on the menu, and you'll never know. Yeah. Still, I think Stanley's is uh breaks that rule for me, unfortunately, or fortunately. I don't know. I I love you just the, can't mess with. No, I'm not. Come on now. Now, if I had it every day, I can experiment more. But yeah. I don't. I have it once every other month or yeah, three exactly. months. I'm not gonna. No. I hear you. All right, so let's get into the new topics, the new reasons on why you have to say yes. We are going through 12 things that happen when you say yes more. And we went through the first six. We just recapped them. If you want more in-depth on those six, listen back to the prior episode. Um, But if you want the final six, pay attention. Number seven, you feel more healthy. Living life on your own terms comes with its downs, but your ability to take charge and take or create new opportunities has done wonders for your mind and your body. You're more positive, which means you challenge illness or inactivity as soon as it presents itself. You're in a stronger position to help others, which always makes you feel better. And physically, you're more confident, especially because you you know that if you wanted to, you could run a marathon, even though you haven't started training yet. Crucially, looking after yourself and knowing when to say yes to rest will preserve the energy you need for the next big thing. Now, I didn't really pay attention to that last line. I just wanted to finish it. But I have to say, it mentioned the running the marathon. Mm-hmm. I was never a big runner. I wanted to run. Uh, there was like a three, four year period where I was into running. And I haven't. I mean, I ran this morning, so I can't say I'm not a runner. But in terms of long mileage. But I really wanted to say I've done a marathon just to experience it once. So that way, if I'm 75 years old and I'm seeing some guy break a record at a marathon, I can somewhat have a connection to it. Okay. And I have to say, I'm happy I did. It was the, it was the first and last one I've done. You did a full marathon. I did a full marathon and didn't walk great and didn't walk, but it was hard. (laughs) Yes. What? So you, I remember you training. Yeah. Yeah. And the training, but you, the thing that was interesting to me, you you never you've never ran it's a 26 miles right correct you've never ran 26 miles before no normally when you train for something it's like you do the thing that you're training for but i i I, I found it interesting because i asked you and i i don't know where it takes you like there's a program you follow yeah but it takes you all the way up to that's adrian by the way yeah he's on the mic he's just here (laughs) so if you hear coughing that's what that's adrian um i remember asking you about this there's like a program that you follow. Everybody has them, but you mm-hmm. follow the program that takes it to like 18 miles exactly. or something. I don't know what the mile. I, th- I think was. it was 18. Was and, it? Yeah. Oh. I think it was 18. And, and so then that you was, said your adrenaline and everything just carries you through. Will carry you through. And, and I think because it was my first, the reason why you don't want to train for the full 26 is because then your body can start wearing down and breaking down. Uh-huh. Those last eight are tough. And you, you know, when you're doing a training for a marathon, you usually stop running like a week before. So really? Yeah, I, I believe that's what it was. It was at least five days. So I didn't run five days prior to the marathon to let my body rest because you're running so many miles. 
but I felt good and I did well, you know, and yeah. even when I was running the 18th mile, and that's a lot. Oh, I just did like two. I can you know, what's so interesting, Terrell. After I did the marathon, I took a week off to mm-hmm. let my body rest. And then I was like, all right, I'm just going to do a quick six mile run. Right. I, by the time I got to like two and a half, three miles, I started walking and wow. I was like, what's going on? I was like mental. It's like, let me start running again. So I'd run 10, 15 seconds and my body <laughs> would just stop. Gear. I didn't have it. It stopped. And I was like, am I done running? And then I, I believe it was mental. mental. I think mentally. You, you, you accomplished your goal. I, comp- I accomplished my goal. And then from there, it was like, I've done it. So right. it's like, there was no big interest or motivation for me to continue on, you know? Yeah. So um, it's so interesting how life works. But back to our, our list. Uh, you do obviously for that scenario you feel more healthy so i challenge everyone to do something um, that is outside of your comfort zone mm-hmm. doesn't have to be a marathon it could be a 5k it could be um 20 push-ups 20 jumping yeah. jacks 20 sit-ups just something that is a little outside your comfort zone and just learn to do it you know because it's it's very healthy for you as well yeah number eight asking for things becomes easier it's not always simple stepping out of the box, but if it's taught if it's taught you one thing, it's that you're okay with being vulnerable. There's no shame in feeling lost or in need of help. And just as you step up to assist someone if they ask for your help, you become more confident that it works the opposite in the opposite direction too. Um, <laughs> maybe you're cycling through a foreign country and a storm is coming in. Just knock on the door of a local farm and ask if you can sleep in the barn. They'll probably end up giving you a bed, a meal, and a shower too. I don't know about all that, but maybe so in Europe. Mm. <laughs> I don't know about here in the states, <laughs> you knock out on someone's door that they may sh- greet you with a shotgun or something. Unfortunately, mm. but perhaps you're fundraising for a charity, organizing an event, or need help moving to a smaller place because who needed room for all that stuff anyway? Just reach out, and others will help. Especially because now you have a good reason to be asking. Um, my first mindset are my first uh, notes for this is i think it's very important and it's something that we probably don't do so well because Mm-mm. i don't know if i don't i can't articulate or pinpoint someone or something that says don't ask for help but it's just not in my nature to ask for help yeah i'd rather try to do it on my own or figure it out and again that's something that i'm trying to unlearn because i think asking for help is an important thing to do i think it's a necessary thing yeah. And I think I think it comes because I'm the same way. I think it comes from us not wanting to put extra burden on p- other people. Mm. We're feeling like we're burdened, so we mm. don't want to do that. So we we don't ask. We don't want to make someone else's situation a little Harder. bit more complicated because of us. But is it because of us, or because we also know what it's like to be on that other side yeah, of being that asked? As well. That as well. Because I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Actually, I've said it before many times in private, but I'm going to say it again in public. Uh, I I love my family, and I love when my family's doing things, but there's like a downside to hearing that Janet Jackson's performing in L.A. Well, she is performing soon in Vegas. <laughs> well, Vegas is a little different. Vegas is coming. But when it's in L.A., I mean, and I guess this stems from our childhood, because next thing you know, you get yeah. all these requests for tickets, mm-hmm. and it's not your decision. So it's like... Well, it's just... Uh... You know, so then, so all of a sudden, you become a middle person yep. for something, and it's it's time consuming, you know. And obviously, you want to help people, but you it's can't, a lot. It's a lot, you know. So, 
I think that has also played a role in why I don't yeah. like asking anyone anything. You it's know? funny because when she announces stuff like that, it, you're happy for her, obviously, yeah. but at the same time, you're like, oh. yeah, like I hope. Well, it's better that it's there, not here. <laughs> and that sounds right? bad. Obviously, I think, yeah, no, but it's a true. I think it's a true feeling and emotion that we have to deal with or yeah. go through that's shaped why we don't like asking for things. That's that's for that's me. Good. So um, I agree. But with all that said, it's important to ask. Um, and they have a, that saying: doesn't hurt to ask. Doesn't hurt to ask. But another thing is I was actually, I read a book with the girls, try to do it every day, but there's a book called um, Positive Daily Quotations. And today's date, May 15th, it talks about the importance of helping others. Hmm. And that not only is it make them happy, but it makes yourself happy. Yeah. It, it just the, the, I, the, the simple act of helping mm-hmm. someone Mm-hmm. brings joy to your own life. So you're yeah. not only helping them and bringing joy to them, but you're bringing joy to yourself. So in, in, in perfect, you know, in perfect rhythm or harmony with number eight, asking for things becomes easier. Don't be afraid to ask for things and ask for help. We're going to take a quick phone call. Who do we have on the line with us, joining us on The Power of Love? Jay, hi, Terrell. This is Alicia. Alicia, hey. how are you? I'm fine. Good, good. What What do you got for us on today's show? I was thinking, have I ever been asked something that put me in a situation where I wanted to say no? And I couldn't think of anything, but then I started to think that lately I have, it's been on my heart to write. And it's not a person that asked me. It's something I think God has been putting on my heart to start writing. And it's mm-hmm. not something that I do. I'm not a writer. I never wrote before. So I started to do that. And what changed is that I started to notice that I'm learning things about myself. And I'm starting to understand certain things about myself and question things that question things that I thought I knew. And now things are changing. So it's opening up a lot of different mm memories and I'm talking to my friends about the fact that I'm writing and they asked me what I was writing about so I was telling them and they were saying that you should start doing like a mentoring thing and as I'm talking to people they're like asking me more questions and they want to be involved and they're like you should research people you should ask people questions because mm. it's, it's basically about women okay. about the, mm. the different things that women struggle with yeah I love that and it's crazy how it's opening up all these other things because it's something I would never have done. Never had any interest interest in writing before. But and it, it's just being put on my heart to write. It's so cool, though. It's so cool um, because I think you going down this road, it's not only opened up you know, your eyes to different things, but it's also strengthened how you're dealing with things and, and how you perceive things and just your, your overall knowledge and and. I just think it's great, you know. I think it's I think it's awesome. Have you experienced something like this before, where there was a uh, a fresh hobby or a fresh thing that you did that kind of opened up your world, or is this the first time you're going through something like this? I think hobby wise, yes, I'm very creative. I I always like to take trash and turn it into treasure. <laughs> I love it. So hobby wise, yes. But something like this, I mean, I'm dreaming about what I want to write about. It's like, hmm. that's why I said I don't feel like 
just something that a person put into my heart. I think it's something that God is working with me on because it it first started in 2017 and then I started to write and then I stopped because I was like, I'm not a writer. Yeah. (laughs) And then it came back again. You know what though? First of all, I commend you again and I, I hope you're trying to put something together where you can actually publish, especially in today's time. Um, but, you know, don't worry. I mean, I, I know I assume you're past this hurdle, but my advice would be it's all about passion. Don't worry about the fact that you don't have the may not have the experience that, you know, writers that went to school have. It's all about passion. My, my favorite books that I'm reading are, are people that aren't even writers. They're governors and they're they're, you know, teachers and, you know, just regular people. And it's just because they're, they have their passion in what they're writing. And it seems like you're passionate about this. So my, my my advice would be to go full force and, and influence people, you know, em, empower women and empower everyone. So yeah. I, I'm proud of you, Alicia. I think it's great. Thank you. Do you have anything? To no, I think, I, I mean, just listening to her, uh, listening to you speak, I, I'm looking at the list and I, I'm realizing that there's a lot, you know, that, that coincides with this. You become mm-hmm. more interesting, the, the confidence, mm-hmm. the um, getting better at it and finding a newfound creativity. So, I mean, we're only on seven, and that I've, I think I mentioned three or four of them right there. So, um, yeah, it's definitely a, a great job that, of saying yes and following your heart and, and writing. And seeing it where it will lead. Yep. Well, thank you for your call, Alicia. Thank you, guys. Thank you, and ha- thank you. have a great rest of your week, all right? Keep writing. You too. All righty. All right. So I, I, nice. Yeah. I, I just think it's, I mean, it reminds me of Royal, who's into his bowling. You know, it's oh. like... I've seen that. I've seen him bowl, oh, but he's he into it like that. Huh? Yeah, he bowls like four days or five days really? a week. Yeah, he's even working at a bowling alley. Wow! <laughs> because he yeah, loves he probably, bowling so much. It probably brings peace to him too. Yeah, and, and that's Depends. that's that's what's so cool about life is you got to be open to trying different things. Mm-hmm. If you haven't fished, maybe try fishing. If you have never painted, maybe try painting or ceramics or or songwriting or or playing an instrument. You know, or ballet or dance. Just try different things. things. You have to be open. Okay, back to our list. Number nine, you start to enjoy Mondays. You only used to hate Mondays because you hated your job. And if all of this saying yes has taught you anything, it's that you no longer have to accept a mediocre life. Without a doubt, that means that you don't have to spend the majority of the week doing something that you have no love for. You've worked out an escape plan despite a few people around you saying that you you definitely shouldn't give up everything you've worked for and your game strengthened by all the things you've learned between points one and nine. You're ready to take things to the next level. There's a way to make a living doing something you enjoy. And yes, it'll take some time and work, but you're ready for the struggle. It's not like that job filled you with joy anyway. One day you'll wake up on a Monday without a looming malice staring in your belly. That's the day you know you made it. And I've continued reading because I sensed that's where the thing was going and I'm happy it went there because I think in today's well I think it's actually getting better but I think it's very important for you to follow your dream and you to do what makes you feel good because next thing you know you're turn around and you'll be 60 years old living with regrets and I think in today's world everyone can achieve almost anything they really want by putting the work in Mm-hmm. So I think um, I love this. You know, if you ex- experiment and go for things and it's kind of like our last phone call with Alicia, um, I don't know how much she wants to pursue this, but if she wanted to go 100 percent, you know, go for it. 
yeah. you know, go for it. And, and that way, when you're waking up, regardless of whether it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or whatever day, um, you thought I was going to go through the whole week. No, huh? no, no. I didn't. <laughs> but that way you wake up happy and, and motivated every day instead of dreading a certain day. So yeah. I, I think this is important. Um, we're going to go to number 10. You have to learn how to say no. Mm, interesting. Life got epic and busy, but now you're in a position where you've opened up so many doors, you simply can't take them all at the same time. You're also being approached by others asking your advice. Yep, you've now gotten to a stage where you've done so much that people are coming to you for help, but this takes time too. You have a hunch that maybe if you carry on saying yes to everything that's sure, you might not get any sleep, but that's okay. But it's not sleep. Sleep is the best medicine you have. So you have to learn to say no sometimes. After all, every time you say yes, you also say no by default to pretty much everything else. So um, it's important to know when to say yes and when to say no. Um, do you have any comments on this, Gerald? Um, Well, that was that was also something I talked to Taj about with this topic. Um, because a lot of times, um, it, it, when I first was doing research on this, mm-hmm. because I, I was... Um, thinking about how often we say no. So I Googled, you know, saying yes. And and so many things came up. You have to learn how to say no. You have to learn how to say no. It was interesting to me. Mm. So um a lot of a lot of the times we we agree to do things that that we don't really want to. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you have to put your foot down and say no. And say no. Say yes to say no. Yeah. <laughs> it took me a while, but I got it. You still with me? Yeah, I'm still with you. Um, number 11. We are going through a list of 12 things to ha- that happen when you say yes more. Number 11 is the world starts to make sense. I love this one, actually. Mm-hmm. It didn't used to. Remember when you were a kid and you, you thought your 25-year-old teacher was a fully blown adult, totally sorted in every way, and then you got to 25 and realized you were still figuring everything out? Well, that doesn't ever change. I agree, by the way. There will always be questions we can't answer, and part of understanding what makes this world revolve is accepting that we don't have control of, of everything. But we are capable of influence our, influencing our own decisions and the happiness of the people around us, and nothing matters much more than how you make others feel when you go through life. The longer we spend on this wonderful planet, the better we get to know our place in it, and the value of that place is multiplied by your willingness to learn and experience as much as you dare. I said that like a poet. But it's true. It's it's true though. I think um it's it's kind of uh, I think I feel like we touched Everything on Everything falls this. into place. Yeah, but you have to um you have to do things and experiment experience things, travel so that you can kind of um like you said, Tara, everything so that, kind of falls into place. I wish Taj was here. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, why? But I wish Taj was here because Often, you and I, mm-hmm. when we get to a city, and we didn't do this in the Brotherhood era, yeah. Um, most mostly because we weren't able to just walk around anywhere, but um, we made it a point, at least we did, mm-hmm. that when we went to cities, that we go out and see the city or the country that we were in. Absolutely. So you would go on a run or or a walk. I'd go out and we would see, and we always would ask Taj to come. Yeah, and he wouldn't come. For whatever, see, so I wish you were here, so because I think this is all part of, of that. I think if had he said, you know, Taj, we're going for a walk, come with us. 
instead of saying no, mm-hmm. I think if he would have said yes, I think it would have changed so much for him. And it probably would have opened a lot of doors. Well, 100%. And I still feel like it would in the future. I just, I don't, for some reason, Taj isn't a stubborn person. But for some reason, I feel like he's very stubborn on this. I I personally think the reason he says no is because he's always thinking, I'll do it next time. I'll do it next time. I don't know. I just think he says no because he doesn't, the, the everything that goes with it, getting ready, the time. Really? Yeah, he'd rather watch get tutorials. So much more. For you and me, you can watch tutorials anywhere. In his mindset, there's not much difference, and I, I, I'm guessing between, between like a picture and like doing a research picture, and actually... a movie, a documentary, and actually going. Such he feels a he feels in his mind whether his mind doesn't value. Yeah, physical, you're right. You said that before. He, I, I think he feels like he can get ninety percent of the experience through his own channels. Mm-hmm. It's like the virtual reality. You know, it's like he's gonna yeah. probably tour everything or see everything in a virtual reality when that becomes popular but i still would want to go see the real thing and i you're right i wish he was here so we could debate this yeah but he's not here great topic um but yeah i i think that's his thing but i hope for everyone else whose not name is taj jackson you do go out there and experience and see things because even like the simple thing of the mona lisa and a lot of people have this experience when they see it they're shocked by how small it is yeah. You know, and and you know, being the most famous painting in in history, um, and and then also seeing that like the Sistine Chapel, and you know, yeah. seeing all of those amazing art by Da Vinci and and Michelangelo, and I think when you see it and you study it, you're like, wow, it takes you to a whole other place, and then you kind of really respect history, yeah. and so I I think that's all very important to do especially when you're out of your comfort zone. you got to experiment. you got to see. I'm going to try to remember to ask him that. Yeah. Because as a director, it's it's so inspiring, I would think, to see it. You, you have to be in the place to hear it, to see it, to, to yeah. feel the breeze. I mean, I can recall walks, you know, in London. Yeah. And and hearing people's voices and, and while they're jogging and the horses and the, just everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like how yeah. that... I can call up I on that. that. I miss that. And he, he, I miss you, Europe. I miss all of you. Yeah, right. I really do. I really yeah, wish I, I was that. heading out. But All right, 12. Things just work out. They do. They really do. You have to trust in this fully to get the most out of life, to turn disappointment into opportunity, to let heartache run its course and doubt evaporate into hope. The process of saying yes to so many things has meant that you've broken down barriers, learned more about yourself, and started to help others too. Sometimes it feels like you're totally in control, but now and then life throws you the most unfair-seeming curveballs which you can't escape from. Who knows why we're here, but if we we can accept the best of life, we should be able to accept the worst of it. And moving on to the next good moment will happen in time, especially when utilizing the most positive habits. What do you got, Terrell? Uh, that's just been um that's kind of been my approach the last several months mm-hmm. i've had the, the last couple of years it's just been a roller coaster for me yeah. i mean from getting robbed and everything else i've gone through um i've just come to a place where i just have faith and i think everything happens for a reason i think everything that i've experienced put me to where i am now and i just um i believe that Basically, like it says, things work out. And yeah. 
you know, as much as I may not like something happening, um, I believe it's part of my, my journey. And, um, just, I just, it's, it's almost like I, I I can stay positive Mm. because I know in the end it'll work out Mm. even as scary as it may get. And as hard as it may be, I just have faith that, that it's all part of its plan. Mm -hmm. So I don't fight it. And, um, I just try to be happy and be the best I can. That's, that's well said. And, um, to conclude, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to continue reading from what the author wrote because I think it's very profound. And he said, for the last 10 years, my personal motto has been to say yes more. And it has changed my life unimaginably. Of all the benefits, learning, and experiences that came along with each yes, it's worth noting that in the face of an increasing virtual dislocated world, nothing worthwhile happens without people. Our Our ability to communicate, inspire, help, and be helped and to share with others will paint the picture of our lives. One we will only get to see in full when we look back right at the end on our last day. Let's make this time we have here count for us and those around us. Make life memorable. Say yes more. And I and I think that's the best way to conclude it because I love his his use his decision to use the words others will paint the picture of our lives. And I think as I get older Cheryl's nodding in agreement, but as we get older, we start to realize the importance of living life fully. And for anyone listening, anyone who's younger than us, for everyone, say yes more, go for more things, experiment, experience more things, and it will make life way more fulfilled. Yeah. Um, with that said, we're going to close the show. Uh, you have anything, Cheryl? Yeah, no, not, you covered everything. But just if you're uh, in a position and you catch yourself saying no, Take a second and, and think about saying yes. I love it. That's it. So go see that play. Go see. Go walk around that park. Um, go. Go live. Go live. Go live. Well said. All right. We're out. We'll see you, everyone, next. I always say that. We'll be back. We're not going to see everyone, but we'll be back next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Until then, have a wonderful seven days and much love to you all. And adios. Take care. Thank you for listening to The Power of Love. We are here to provide hope, resources, and a community so no one feels alone in their grief. Support for our Power of Love radio show comes from a variety of generous donors, including supporters from institutions, individuals, and corporations through the D.D. Jackson Foundation. D.D.J.F. is a nonprofit 501c3 organization.